No, hey, what did you just click on? I think you're feeling a bit peckish. Because you know where you are right now? You just picked up a sexy kebab. I'm your host, Big Sexy. I'm here with my co-host. Actually, I'll let him introduce himself. G'day, I'm Kebab. We would like you guys to just sit back, unwind, and join us on the chat. Well, Sexy, we're... We're back. <laughs> yes, yes, we are. Episode two, and I think it's the most anticipated episode. Well, yeah, statistically speaking. Uh, <laughs> there's only two episodes, <laughs> yeah. uh, unless you count the trailer. Um, but yeah, I've, I've been getting a lot of good feedback. Thank you to all our listeners out there. You've taken the time to actually give us a crack. Yeah. And we do appreciate that. Yeah, man. Thanks to, yeah, basically to everyone that's gotten in touch with me over the last week or week and a half even. Yeah, likewise. Um, yeah, it's just. I think right. I think we forced a lot of people into it. I know. I know. Uh, yeah. I asked a lot of people just, hey, can you dive in? Can you check this out? Yeah, have a listen. Have a listen. Yeah. Um, I know everyone in the house is like, uh, every all the family at home is like, oh, we're gonna listen to it tomorrow or the day after. I've got my uh, my sisters. Uh, well, boyfriend and fiance. I've got two sisters. Both of them have listened to both episodes and they made made it a point to let me know that they did <laughs> as well we've listened to it all right get yeah, off our back yeah. <laughs> Brownie. Um, i've gotten a lot of feedback everybody seems to want to hear more wants to know more about the story that is the sexy kebab and uh, <laughs> and how we got here so you and i were actually just chatting about how we originally met again um, i know we mentioned bits and pieces in in the last episode in, yeah. yeah episode one but i think you said you figured it out yeah, I now I like I now know exactly how we ended up hanging out. So your your grandparents live on the same street as my grandparents. They lived. Lived. Everybody's lived. moved yeah, yeah. now. They're, I know that area's changed quite a bit. Completely, yeah. My grandma's in a completely different area. Yeah, everyone's, same with ours, yeah. everyone's out. So uh I used to well, not used to, but there came a period where my dad got sick and we he was in hospital for a long time so naturally on the weekends where there's no one to watch us we'd stay at my grandma's house after church waiting to go to church that night for the vespa this is how we met at church yeah so then it was it was i think it it turned out to be that we were probably the only people around the area for (laughs) for that time and it was you your sister and and phil Phil yep teddy caught up and we'd go see phil at um (laughs) At Macca's, I don't know if you remember this, but That's the right. amount of free food we used he to used get used to from work McDonald's. at Macca's yeah, Third Ave. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, so it was West Point first, then he moved to to um, Third Ave. To Third Ave, yeah. yeah. It was just every time we'd go to the shop uh, to West Point, and it's like he he's a bag full of yeah. Nuggets, you'd, you'd order chicken. you'd order a Big Mac meal, and and you'd end up with like five Big Mac yeah. meals. <laughs> <laughs> so it was it was around that time, and then and then closely after after the old man took the dirt nap. No, you're gonna um, have to dive into that one, bro. Yeah. That's uh, you can't just glance over that one like that. Yeah. So around that time as well. So my dad did get sick. He uh, he came down with cancer. Bro, I actually this is gonna suck and sound really bad, but I don't remember your dad. I remember him seeing him and stuff, but I don't remember him as a person because he wasn't he wasn't really there when we started hanging out. I think he passed mm. away quite recently. I remember I remember it meeting was, him like three times. Yeah, it would have been around that time. Like he was, he kind of got sick, went to hospital, uh, mm. like towards the end. So he originally got it two years before that. Yeah. Uh, went into remission. It seemed like everything was going to be okay. And then we found out that it came back and it had spread. Mm. So um, at around that time, he was, he was either in palliative care already or 
he would have maybe just passed away. Yeah, I think it was very close to him passing away because I remember it was like a bombshell dropped on all of us. Me, Armless, I feel like it was literally like, oh crap, Sexy's dad (laughs) passed away. Like, what what do we do? Like, we hadn't ever experienced something like that. Mm. Uh, we were quite young, like it was you. Yeah, I mean, when it I was I was thirteen. I actually turned thirteen eight days before he passed away. Yeah, fudge me. So it was yeah, it was a bit of a it was a weird time, definitely like one hundred and fifty percent. Yeah. What made it? Uh, well, I think what made it a lot easier was was you guys was really? was my friends. Yeah. Yeah, we made a difference. Was yeah, no, nah, definitely, man. Like it's 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 really understated, and I, I think a lot of people say it. I don't know. There's not exactly a club that I'm a part of, like (laughs) people whose parents passed away when they were young or some crap like that. Mm. But like the the one thing that I was trying to do at the time was just get my mind off it. Yeah, distraction. Yeah, it was a distraction. And you say like you don't really remember my dad. Well, it kind of makes two of us. Mm. Like I was 13 at the time. I remember certain things, like little things here and there. Personality, I can't totally remember i remember being like i remember him being very cool calm kind of collected mm. dude was never really that not that crazy arab dad type of thing like the only uh physical punishment i'd ever get was like he grabbed me by the ear and lift me up oh well which oh man that shit hurts well that shit hurts i'm just waiting for him to drop <laughs> just one day all i wanted to do at at that time was just have some fun yeah like i i knew what was going on i like i'd had sort of two years to wrestle with the idea that this is probably coming okay so you anticipated it i like yeah i i don't know what this says about i obviously didn't say that to him but i remember hearing it the first time i got told like oh dad has cancer Mm. i was a kid at the time and the only thing that i knew was the stuff I'd see on TV. I'd see all the ads like, oh, help, there's no cure for cancer. There's yeah, none cancer of this. kills. That's yeah, pretty yeah. much... I think it's still the same thing nowadays. Pretty I much mean, the same thing. Yeah. I mean, I know, I know... I currently know two people that have gone through it and come out on the other side. I mean, there's some emotional scarring, I would say. There's, there's some... Oh, definitely. There's, there's definitely a perspective change towards life. Mm. Um, I think anybody in, that faces a death situation your life perspective changes. Oh, yeah. You know, you value things a lot differently. Here's a question for you. Mm. Your dad going through that and passing away, yeah. did that make you change your life perspective? Like, I'm curious to know if that impacted you. No, what do you mean? I'm happy he's gone. Well, that <laughs> was a legend. Man. Yeah, he was. I'm not... Uh, by the way, anyone listening to this, particularly my mum... She's gonna beat you. These are all jokes... Uh, I don't have like it's just the way I deal with stuff. I like to joke about it. I don't particularly, and you're right. It did change pretty much everything I thought up until that moment. It went from I'm just a kid. Mm. It's you know it's me, my two little sisters at the time. So if I was 13, that would mean so I have two sisters, Monica and Martina, yeah. which you know. Um, shout out, ladies. Shout out. Monica would have been nine at the time, mm. and Martina would have been five. She was the runt of the little man. Yeah, like she, she probably got no, like she's not probably, she got no time with him. Monica a little bit more and mm. obviously I got the most. It did change everything. It kind of, I went from this kid to all of a sudden I've got to take care of the family. I've, I'm now the only man in the house. You need to man up hard. Yeah, not yeah. only that, I actually, so a few days before my dad went into a coma, just before 
it was the last coma basically yeah. <laughs> like, that was it he i i got pulled out of school i got it was a very random day i, I still remember it really well i pulled out of school uh the bus driver that used to take us to school at the time took me out uh of class and he said you need to go i need to take you back the bus driver yeah, yeah the bus because we used to get to school and we'll get into the school trust me i lived in blacktown and used to go to school in liverpool Mm. Oh, was this um, Coptic school? Coptic school, yeah. yeah. I like none of my parents could drive me. It was too far away. They had work, all the rest of it. So, I used to catch a bus, come mm. to my house, pick me up, take me to school. Um, so he during the day picked me up, took me, drove me from Liverpool to Mount Druitt Hospital where he was in palliative care. Actually, uh, I'm like, like, what the hell is going on? I walk in, he's you know still alive at that time, but in a coma. Uh, no, no, he hadn't slipped in yet. All oh, right. I think he slipped in either that night or the next day. Mm. So he sat me down. He's like, listen, you're going to have to take care of the family. Your dad said this. Yeah. He's like, you're going to have to take care of your, your Damn, mom. Cause, so that was sisters. it. Like that was. Yeah. So when I heard that, I was You went like, from, what oh. was it, 13 to 30. <laughs> to 30 straight away. Wow. I was like, oh, I didn't say anything. I, I didn't talk at all i don't think in i don't remember speaking mm. that entire time it's the first time i'd ever seen him really break down mm. as a person up until that point i'd seen him go through surgeries i'd seen him go through chemo mm. i'd seen him like up until that point up till 13 everything i'd gone through i'd never seen except for one time when his mum that uh, passed away mm. that's the only time i've seen him break that happened i was like uh oh like this is like I had it in the back of my head, I had a feeling that this is where we were going to end up. Yeah. But hearing it come from him it's was real. yeah, that was it and it wasn't real. like a, yeah, I have wow. time to make this adjustment. It's this is happening. Yeah. Like you're done. Cuz I remember like well, none of us were there. We weren't there for that. We were there pretty much towards the end of that. Yeah, so at that I think at that stage that we would have been just after he actually died. Mm. Um I, sp- I spent a lot more time obviously my mum was was pretty broken up about yeah. it at the time she was trying to like figure out life in her own way I guess yeah well you got three kids yeah. and she's got three kids to feed and up until that and... point she'd never worked um, in Australia anyway I can't remember if she didn't in Egypt or not I'll have to ask her but she hadn't worked here at all mm. she couldn't drive but once he got the, the diagnosis my mum started to go out find a job he started teaching her how to drive mm. he started teaching her how he took care of the house what he used to do that sort of thing so he was preparing you yeah guys. he look he wasn't obviously he had he probably thought the same way i did he heard it and it was like okay this is this could go sideways so yeah. let's let's prepare let's, prepare. let's get ready yeah. which is probably the best lesson i could ever learn however i didn't learn that until much later but that being said, it's still a good lesson to learn. Yeah. So yeah, it changed. I mean, it changed absolutely everything. It's, it's a blessing and a curse in a way. Look, I remember. I remember your demeanor changing. Mm. Not, I wouldn't say overnight. As days went past, you, you, you definitely started to man up, for lack of a better word. Mm. Like you literally went from the happy-go-lucky, you know, all good, whatever, chilled out, yeah, whatever's man, it's all good. <laughs> to you still kept a little bit of that, but there was a lot more responsibility on your shoulders now. Mm. There was a lot more weight to carry. Yeah. Right. And and you could see that. I think all of us could see that. I remember. I remember me and Armless had a conversation. It was very much. What are we gonna do about sexy? Mm. How are we gonna handle this? What do we need to do? And 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 Teddy said it. Teddy or Armless, as we like to call him. 
yeah, he he pretty much said he goes, bro. The only thing we could do is just be there. Mm. Like, what else are we gonna do? If he if he if he wants to chill out, we chill out. If he if he doesn't want to chill out, so be it. Like, there's nothing else we can do. Mm. You know, as as your boys, it was very much. If you rang, we picked up. Hey. And that is that's not just something he's saying. By the way, that actually used to happen all the time. I remember coming to your house. Sometimes I'd get to your house at like midnight. Yeah, one a.m. It was pretty. It's funny you say that because I remember my parents were like, "What? What's going on? Why? Why sexy here at like midnight? <laughs> you look like you're just about to start the night." Mm. And I, I remember getting into a couple of uh, kerfuffles with my parents about it, but it was very much, "No, he needs this." And mum was mum was solid. Mum, mum, my mum obviously knew your mum from back in the day. Yeah, they kind of grew up together as Shout well. Shout out, Sabna. Yeah, <laughs> she was very much like, "All right, no worries. So long as you guys are at somebody's house and safe, halos. It is what it is." Mm. You know, um, she was solid about it. Dad was a bit more iffy. Dad was like, "Nah, these kids are getting up to no good. We'll get into my dad later." <laughs> dad, dad, Dad was a lion, mate. And, <laughs> yeah, uh, we'll, we'll get into. I got that questions. Later. Yeah, I do have yeah. questions. See, I didn't know all this. I, I like, I didn't know the the that you you guys feel Ted, uh, well, feel armless. Yeah, and you got together, and and well, I, I didn't had no it's, idea. It's natural. Like, I mean, at the end of the day, we can't tell you, hey, sexy, what are we going to yeah. do? With you? Like, it's not going <laughs> yeah, to. That's true. not yeah, how yeah, it's going to go. Because it was so bizarre, for lack of a better word, like death mm. was a thing that. Well, didn't young. exist for us yeah like yeah. it was bro we were invincible yeah we were invincible and and I think everybody had kind of gone through like a grandparent or a great grandparent mm. dying or an auntie or an uncle from back in the day that was in Egypt or in Sudan <laughs> or like it, it was never it was never on your front doorstep yeah right and I mean since then we've had you know a couple of friends here and there yeah that have passed away and whatnot. but there's that was the first. Your dad was the first. It was an adult that you think is in control. Yeah. Right? Because I, I, I don't know if you're like me. Probably not because you went through this. But you look at your parents and you think they're in control. Right? You look at you look at other people's parents and you think, now they've got this. They, they know what they're doing. They know which direction mm. they're heading. And then all of a sudden you hear about so-and-so's mum has passed away from such and such. Yeah. And you're just like, say what? <laughs> like how what when did this happen what did I miss you know and I remember when we did sit down we were dumbfounded to say the least we didn't actually know what to do mm. and it was it was Teddy Teddy uh, Teddy I think at the time was the smarter one of the group <laughs> even <laughs> though I am the oldest but yeah. anyway <laughs> um, he was very much the down to earth one Phil was off in La La Land. Only God knows where Phil is. Um, <laughs> Look, shout God, out, Phil. <laughs> honestly, thank God for Phil being the way Phil is. Because that, don't take this the wrong way, Phil. But the the way he is kind of made me just feel like it's gonna be all right. Like he's not. So he was I'm, never worried about anything. He was, and which is something that I, some people have described of me, but not to the level of Phil. Like Phil's like. Phil is so laid back. If you guys ever meet Phil, some of you already know who he is. Yeah. So laid back. Literally so chilled out. Like, you could drop an anvil on his foot and he'll just look up at you and be like, I saw good, bro. Don't worry about it. Right? And 
there wasn't I don't think I've ever seen Phil lose it in a way that made you think he was losing it mm. like he'd lose it Phil yeah, would lose yeah. it all the time right but he'd always laugh after it so you don't know whether everything he just said was, was a bunch yeah, of crap yeah, it was serious. or it was legit and it's that same like laugh you still got as well like you yeah. <laughs> I'm going to try and impersonate it it's the <laughs> <laughs> sound like Bert and Ernie just said I don't know yeah. no, that's not quite it but anyway you know, uh, know we'll get him to do it on, on, yeah. on, on, uh, on the podcast but it's funny you, you brought something up just now that has kind of been plaguing me for a while you said thank God for Phil for the way he is mm. right and a lot of people would look at our group dynamic I know we've had so many people try and break up our group dynamic yeah right whether it be priests in the past every you know talking to us about uh, one of you or two of you are a bad egg. Yeah, you know, one bad egg ruins the ruins the bunch or whatever the saying goes. Yeah, um, we've had a lot of people say, "Nah, you guys are solid. What you have is is awesome. Stick it out." And there have been moments where you look back and you're like, "Oh, I didn't see that coming. Maybe maybe they're right. Maybe people are right. Yeah, that person's a bad egg, mm. right?" And there are other moments where it's like, "Nah, we're a band of brothers, mm. right?" And it's very that you cannot break that bond I, I know we've had a lot of arguments with people adults made it mostly yeah, yeah. i remember those arguments really yeah. well but it 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 led me to ask or leads me to ask you currently did we all play a different role or did did one person do something better than the others like how did it how did you find dealing with your dad's death you know how you said you noticed the change in me overnight yeah i noticed the change in people everyone around mm. me all of a sudden it was it was no longer this is just this is just manny it's just a kid mm. you know like he could stuff up he could do something wrong we could maybe tease him a little bit we could we've got a what uh, tread on eggshells it's like tread on eggshells tread around lightning. him yeah the only three people that didn't do that were you guys really bro i'm gonna be honest here i thought we did that it didn't feel that way i still got teased I still got, um, yeah, we you know, the crap out of you. <laughs> every time Armless would punch me with that knob of his, knob of his that <laughs> hurt so much. Till this day, I think it's the only reason I can take a punch is because I had to cop that growing up. Check the Instagram, guys. You'll see pictures yeah. of Armless. You'll know exactly what we're talking about. And if about. you want to know how it feels like, watch John Jones fight and throw an elbow. If you don't know who John Jones is. Fair enough. <laughs> yeah. UFC? Yeah, UFC. Yeah. But the, yeah, like... I'm guessing after hearing all this now, obviously you guys did have some sort of like you were trying to watch your step or, or whatever a little bit, but I honestly thought we fell into that category. But the biggest key for me and Phil and Teddy was don't change. Mm. He, he like what you just said. He still is big sexy. Yeah. Right. Nothing's changed. Like his dad passed away. Mm that's that's it as cold as that sounds and i don't mean to sound insensitive yeah. but but that's all that's changed big sexy is still big sexy he's exactly. still he himself he's still his own personality but i thought we would fall into that category it didn't feel that way it's, like, it's to good me, to hear that bro because to me it didn't feel that way because that was very yeah. important to, to it was very important to me to be honest mm. i don't know the other boys were on board but it was very important to me to not make you feel different mm. Because everybody knows when you when something drastic like this happens, you do get treated differently. Yeah. You know, you, you probably got treated heaps differently when you be- went back to school, I'm guessing. Oh man, school was look, it was it was nice. Every it, it was it was cool, like all the the 
lovely stuff that was going on at the time and people sort of chilling out and relaxing and, and luckily for me at that I had a lot of friends at school at the time I'm not trying to brag or anything but like we <laughs> we weren't that bad to begin with like yeah. we, we were all kind of misfits together at school okay fair enough alright but it did it did come out like you could see it with the teachers you could see it with with some of some of my friends where, where mm. they're just kind of like like I remember one friend got me a Game Boy Advance for my birthday wow around that time wow like and and that was like 180 bucks at yeah, the time yeah that's not cheap bro it's probably not his money either like that would have come from yeah, parents and then how do you justify that 100% and it, like, um, that would be like 500 bucks today they like buying me a switch today yeah you know like things like that and it was I'm thankful for all of it yes 100% but it also drilled home the fact that I'm now different Mm. I am now one hundred percent. You've you've changed because of the experience. Yeah, I, like even if even if things had happened in in the past or whatever that made me feel a little different, this is different. That that's it. I see yeah. on the cake. Because everyone I know goes home to mum and dad. Yeah. Everyone I know, even if they might not go to the same house, they're still there. Yeah. You know, still they might a be mom, divorced, still a dad, whatever. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. All that sort of stuff. Right? So <clears throat> like I knew that I could see that at the time. I just I knew I was different, and at that point I was like, well what am I like who's who do I look up to now like what's the mm. how do I get through this did yeah. you on that note did you actually find somebody to look up to at that time this is gonna sound like we're, I'm just saying this for the podcast but I was and I was gonna say this before you actually oh, asked that last question <laughs> so the the three of you guys actually all three of you together was like a um, was how I got through it all so for example with you yeah, I, you, you were always the person I could have a conversation with. Really? Yeah, that's sick, bro. I still remember half of those. <laughs> and we and our conversations actually meant something to me at that time because mm. after that happened, I was like, oh, people leave. Like, mm. there's nothing you could do about it, and you, yeah, and that's it. It's over. My friends became really important. Luckily for me, like I said, me and you can get along really well with a conversation. We can have a, a like, we can go for hours perfect at that Hence time why we're making a podcast <laughs> yeah at that time really needed that and then there's phil right phil is the like the energetic type he's not you know he's not nothing's too serious nothing's too silly mm. it's all you know like let's just let's do something let's get up let's get moving yeah, let's, he, and let's he always, still is Phil yeah, is very yeah. still still very much uh hey dude let's just let's just let's just go do it let's just I, get up I, and do it yeah i remember the last time I, I hung out with him was like years ago now but um that was one of the first things i said to him i'm like you're still exactly the same you just want to keep moving yeah fair enough great amazing um and then there's ted there's armless armless taught me strength intriguing i i know why but yeah but, you know like, continue as as long as i live i don't think i'll ever respect another person like i do ted i don't think i've ever said this to him um, well he's gonna hear so it now <laughs> i hope he hears it but i will never respect someone like i do ted just the way he gets through everything um make the challenges the challenges that, that, that he's that had Teddy's yeah. faced. all of that and does it with a smile on his face yeah doesn't like there's no set there's no quit there's no such thing as quit. I know, man. Ted. That's that's one thing that I I'm actually very envious of him for that. Yeah. Someone like me, I'm a excellent starter, really crap at finishing. <laughs> Fizzle out, get bored, just don't bother. Mm. Right. But I see Ted, and I see the drive behind Ted, and I'm just like, bro, how do you how how the hell do you keep going? Like, I would have given up like years ago on this. 
Yeah. You know, and it's funny. One quick, one quick side note. I know we were talking about. Yeah, him, yeah, but, uh, yeah, Quick side note about Teddy. I actually forget that he's armless half the time. Yeah. There's been so many moments it's where so weird. <laughs> like he he'll ask me for help, and it's just it's been ingrained in me for so long that. Teddy can do it. Like, why are you even yeah. bothering to offer? Like, I don't, I don't offer help to him. Yeah. Right. It was something I learned very early days when we first met him. Mm. That he didn't want if you. To he help. wants you to help. He's gonna let you know. Yep. Right. He's gonna actually physically walk up to your face and say, "Hey, bro, can you help me with this?" Right. Anything beyond that, you don't even bother asking. And it sounds rude. It sounds like, "What do you mean, man?" Yeah. Like this guy's disabled. <laughs> you should be helping him. Nah, he's not disabled. Anybody that's met Teddy knows 100% he is not disabled. There is no chance. Like, yeah. you you call me disabled before you call Ted disabled. Oh, 100%, bro. <laughs> um, I, but I can see what you mean by the drive, the, the strength. It, it was just, it was it was kind of just there for me. Like, I, I'm seeing this, I'm seeing this live. Like, right, I, I knew Ted before this happened. Yeah. Obviously, still knew him after. Um, and... It was like, oh, like what? What excuse do I really have here? Mm. Like, I don't really have that much of an excuse. I've got every limb. Mm. I'm, you know, okay, maybe I'm overweight or whatever, so I can't really run and do all that sort of. Crap. Oh, you could run. It was hilarious to watch you <laughs> run. It was, it was. Quite I could funny. waddle and do all those cool things. You had this little giggle that you'd give out when we were chasing you. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I still remember it whenever we were playing basketball or whatever. You it was more of a screech. Were, yeah. It was more of a screech, correct? Yes, it was a screech. But anyway, continue. <laughs> oh man, yeah, that used to happen a lot. I used to get chased a lot. Yeah, you'd I think I would have lost weight, but no, <laughs> nope. <laughs> nope, not a chance. So we did fulfill different roles. Yeah, every everyone had their own, like each personality brought its its own thing to the table, like, and see, we all just worked in some way. But see, that's a cool thing, bro. But my wife has always said this it takes a village to raise a child yeah right and I, I think a lot of people can understand that given our cultural background yeah right we're all very involved in each other's families in each other's lives mm. um, you know I remember I remember when we were growing up I was always at your house yeah you know, and vice versa and Phil was there Teddy was there we were all involved in each other's lives and this was probably very much that scenario of it takes a village to, to, to raise through. a child like, yeah. like for us we're the village. Me, Teddy, and Phil were your village. Mm. You know, on top of that, our parents and yeah. and so on and so forth. Everybody, everybody kind of looked out for everyone. Every parent treats their children and their children's friends differently. Mm-hmm. So I will always treat treat my child different to the way I will treat his friends. Yeah, right. It takes the friends to go take that to a whole new level. Like it, it, it's it goes beyond that now. Yeah, because you're like you. There's things you say to your friends that you're never going to say to your your parents and at, the, and at the time like i i had other considerations obviously like at the after i heard that speech from great speech from my dad oscar winning performance um <laughs> uh, and he's he says that i'm like oh so that means like i really shouldn't be bothering my mum too much like i should probably just deal with my own shit Oh, so you you took it to mean like man up, like that's it. Yeah, Don't like even rely on your mum. Yeah, like that's it. She's like she, you're not in charge of, but like you're responsible for her yeah. now. You're responsible for both your sisters. Yeah, like that's just, that's the way. That's that's how I heard it. Yeah, right. It is what he said, but that's it, your interpretation. Like that's what you yeah. interpreted. Obviously, being thirteen, 
some of the decisions I made weren't great. Like some of the things I decided not to bother my mum with weren't great. So you, in hindsight, you should have asked her opinion. That's or... the part I'm still on the fence with with some with some things because okay. I think the way that I did go about things maybe helped a little bit. Mm. Maybe gave her time to find herself right on her own, mm. like uh, as a single mum. Maybe she would have got more out of it if she knew more stuff or if i involved her a little bit more or if i you know that sort of stuff i'd but you were 13 yeah i was 13 you had like what else you only know what you know and what your dad's told you exactly so i'm I'm like all right i'm gonna try and avoid maybe bringing too much too many problems to the house i deal with everything on my own okay can we get deeper okay what problems were you dealing with what problems were i dealing with like what what type of decisions did you have to make that are affecting you like this like now today or no no back then when you were 13 like what what did you deal with you're saying you you didn't bring stuff to your mum right what were those type of decisions like what I'm I'm really struggling to understand what a 13 year old (laughs) has to decide on well it was basically a case of like all right, so now that this has all gone down I have to try and behave I've, mm. I've, if I screw up at school, it taught me to be sneaky. Actually, it's probably all oh, right. Yeah, eh? It's probably the best way to describe this. Which I is still... leading me to another question that I have inkling in the back of my head, and I'm not going to ask it until <laughs> you finish this. <laughs> it led me to be uh, to be to get a little smarter. I think in terms of how to protect myself. Right, I won't necessarily be looked at as the you know the charity case or whatever or that right. sort of thing hated all of that stuff yeah didn't it was also playing on my mind that all right well now that you're not it that you don't have a father um kid i'd up until that age heard that kids without fathers end up being screw-ups okay or don't have a future aren't going anywhere it's not because of the lack of guidance lack of guidance right okay at the time which there's some truth to all of that if that's what I believed when I was 13, and I really believed it then, because everyone, at, to me, at 13, everyone knows more than I do. Mm. So it must be true. Like they just Yeah, it's what people say. Yeah, it must happen. And then right. so I you, was given you, examples you, you, as well. Yeah, like. <laughs> so you were led to believe that you would be a screw-up no matter what, yeah. now that your dad's gone. Exactly. So e- even if you tried, it would not work. No. There's, there's, it's just, it's kind of like a destined thing. That's it. It's done. Man, that's shit. Um, so at, at the time I was like, just, just have as much fun as you can and make sure that all the attention, all of my mum's attention is on both my sisters. Mm. If I can't make it, at least they can make it. So you actually went down a self-sacrifice type of path where you said, stuff it. I'm not yeah. going, I'm, I'm going to be a failure no matter what. I need to ensure that my family comes out on top. Yeah, as long as everybody else is Fuck, okay, bro, it doesn't matter. That's that's trippy sexy. I, <laughs> yeah. Wow, man. <laughs> it is uh, a little bit. And thinking back on it, look, it sounds it sounds however it sounds. I like, guess I don't really care how it sounds. It, it is the. It's just it's what happened. Mm. It is what I was thinking at the time, and yeah. is what I thought 13. was the right thing to do. <laughs> yeah. And I thought, hey, um, as as long as they're good. Mm. That's it. That's what matters. And you never told anyone this. You never told me this, anyway. No, no, no one, uh, no one ever actually got. To- There's a lot of things I haven't told a lot of people. But everybody um, listening to this is finding out the same time I am right now. <laughs> yeah. Um, Can I ask you a question? Ask that then? question. Yeah. Right. That's what so. I was- did you, when you were younger, go down any paths 
that you in hindsight think weren't the right choice and now it's up to you to give details hmm. i'm not gonna pry any further than that yep was there anything there that you you know did you turn to drugs alcohol uh whatever the hmm. various you know pick your poison type of scenario you know um, was there anything like that back then that you turned to not at not at that young age at those things did come into play mm. a little later. I'd say more, I wouldn't say drugs. It's not like I, I, I don't really, it's not like I'm out there. Uh, even when I was younger, I wasn't like out every weekend doing drugs every single weekend. I did mm. I did smoke a lot of weed, but I, f- I felt like that sort of, that helped me at that time. So that was your release? That was kind of my release. Yeah. It, it, it got my brain working. It got me thinking about stuff I wouldn't normally th- think I, my my mind was a one track mind at that time. Yeah, it was. Make sure mum never knows anything. Yeah, because if she knows, she's gonna worry. If she worries, she can't take care of the 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 girls. Mm. Um, if she's worried about you, she's that's attention that's not being given to to them. Wow, man. Um, so I have so much respect for that thought, but being an adult with a child. Yeah. That is something I would never wish upon any kid. Mm. That much pressure that you put on... And, and look, you did put it on yourself, I guess. Yeah, Because at did. the end of the day, you heard these words from your dad. Mm. That's how you interpreted it. The environment around you interpreted it that way for you as well. Yeah. And to know that you did this, it's noble in a sense. But from a parent's perspective, mm. I, I would be like, nah, mate, you should have talked to someone. Yeah. And you know? I agree with you. I actually, I do agree with you. Yeah, well, I, I'm not. I'm not sitting here saying that what I did was the best way to go about. It's, look, I, I forgetting everybody else for a second. Uh, just for me as a mm. person, mm. what it basically did was it was all right. This is as far as you're going to go in life. Mm. So don't progress. This is the limit. This is your limit that you put on, or this that me. like everybody put on. No, no, this is me because yeah. because of this decision because right. of, because of making that decision. So okay, that's it. You're not going <clears throat> past this. This is as far. This is all you can far do. It's all you can have because any if if you if you branch out and say you want to leave and go live somewhere else for a while, yeah, you can't do that because I have to be at home with my mum and my sister. Because you got to look after right? your mum and yeah. your sisters. Can't do any of that. Well, what if I like want to? start my own business or do this or do that or whatever yeah all right cool but all of that is going to take away. me potentially yeah. take me away from the family at that time yeah right so wow man that's such a i mean for a 13 year old that's noble but and yeah, incredibly wow. stupid to a degree but you're 13 yeah yeah you're 13 I'm not, bro. I, like at the end of the day what did we know at 13 yeah because what i'm 34 what do i know <laughs> yeah, like, like, and I still look. I'm 31, and I, I yeah, I've had life experience, whatever. I still don't know shit. Yeah, and I'm not gonna know everything, and and whatever. That's fine. That's all good. I'm happy with all of that. I'm happy with just learning, mm. getting better, getting whatever. Like all of this stuff, I'm sitting here talking about it. But it took years for me to come to some of these realizations. Yeah. I always knew these thoughts that I had, knew the decisions I made. Yeah but didn't know the impact of those decisions. Wow, man. So now that I do a little bit more and I'm starting to understand a little bit more, I wasn't willing to go down this path between like up until it 
was like what 25 or 26 when i actually decided to sit down and work this out like mm. actually deal with it actually look at how life's gone what's happened what mm. can i you know what can i learn from all this stuff why aren't i going where i want to go what's like bro i'll be honest with you you hit it well <laughs> you hit it well like from the day your dad died to the day we kind of separated and you went and did your own thing and i went and did my own thing you hit it well like i couldn't tell that these thoughts were going through your head i couldn't tell yeah. <laughs> mate that whole self-sacrifice thought i'm finding out now yeah i know, I know. <laughs> i'm finding out now like 20 21 years after the fact you've got to just push that reset button on the friendship bro <laughs> <laughs> no, but you got to understand like there's a lot of things there's a lot of reasons why i didn't say it there's mm. again the having that sort of thought process led me down the road of well the other thing that i was noticing like i said i noticed changes in people mm. right so the other thing that i noticed was i couldn't talk about it i couldn't talk about like i couldn't so you know how at the start i was like oh when the old man croaked Mm. and you were and that was like, your uh, defense mechanism coming up i know that bit of the defense mechanism yeah. but at the same now it's not so much as uh, like because it doesn't hold a sway over me anymore yeah so and at the time i wanted to get through it by laughing at it yeah but, but when that, i make a has, joke that has always been your personality though yeah you get through things via laughter yeah you you see you try and see the better side of things yeah because well, you well yeah that's what i wanted to do mm uh, and that's that's how I thought everything was going at the time. Like, all right, just you know, don't pay attention to it. Let's sweep it under you the know, rug. Sweep it under the rug. Everything's cool. Everything's fine. Yeah. We're all good. Uh, you know, this isn't going to affect you down the road. You'll be fine. Yeah. Everyone will go. She'll be right, mate. Yeah, she'll be right. <laughs> Not exactly. Yeah, Not exactly well. how it works. But I still wouldn't really change anything these days because I've learned heaps. I can't change anything anyway. Yeah. So, but I've learned heaps of it, heaps from all of it. And yeah, I, like there's more stuff that you actually, no, you do know. I did, I did uh, tell you about it, but that's probably so, something else. Yeah, I, was I know dealing, where you're going yeah. with it. And I think we're going to, we're going to leave that for another couple of episodes. Yeah. I mean, that's, uh, that's some real deep stuff. There. This this one's a little different, yeah. but um, in saying that the, the biggest thing at, at that time was, was my friends and, what, that's awesome man what kept us bro I was happy of... to be there for you cuz nah, thanks man like I at am. the end of the day I still remember I still remember one um, do you remember Adib who's now a priest yeah, yeah. Um, he used to teach us um, like bible study and stuff like that at church mm. and he was one of the blokes and I have so much respect for him who actually turned around to me I don't know if you guys were there but he actually turned around to me and said those three blokes don't let them go because they are solid friends and you do not find friendships like what you guys have that often he's like that's a dime a dozen i had no idea yeah when he said that to me like it triggered it triggered with me i'm like okay i respect him he's saying something like that i'm gonna take that on board the flip side to that was i actually had priests and i'm not gonna name names Mm. but i had a priest come up to me and say you and big sexy need to stop talking to Phil and Ted because <laughs> they are a bad egg yeah. and they will drag you down the wrong avenue. Right? <laughs> and and there were moments where when you look at the overall friendship in hindsight, there are moments where I'm like, wow, 
that priest was right. He yep. had he had, he 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 nailed it at that time. Yep. But then there are moments, and the, these moments greatly outweigh the negatives. Where I look back and I'm like, and I, you know what? Yeah, everybody has flaws. Yeah. You know, every single person under the sun is not perfect in any way, right? We've all got we've all got something yep. that is annoying, something that is negative, something that is bad with you as a person. I I, I just said before, excellent at starting stuff. Hopeless <laughs> at finishing stuff. We kind of have that in common. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, like I. Yeah, actually, we do. Yeah, we definitely do. I like can think it, of a lot of examples. <laughs> and it's funny because we see. I see someone like Teddy who is mm. gung ho twenty four seven. Yep. Right. And I've had chats to Teddy before, and I've 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 seen him vulnerable, and he's seen me vulnerable. We've we've all seen each other vulnerable in some way. Mm. Whether it be through tragedy, whether it be through uh, just work life in general, we've all had moments where we've looked at each other and said, "You know what, bro? I got you back, no matter what." Yeah. You know, and there were there were a couple of moments where, and this will come up in later episodes where we actually went looking for one of us. Yeah. You know, like That's it, right. it, you know, they they disappeared, mm. and I'm not going to name names because we'll, we'll talk to them first before we uh, yeah. <laughs> we drop anything. Uh, yeah, but, I remember that. We all went looking really for worked. one of us. I left work two days yeah. in a row. I took yeah. off work two days in a row. To yeah, do and that. and that yeah. that to me was the bond. That to me was mm. it showed how strong. And I'm going to call it family because we were we were family. Bro. Yeah, like I was at your house. I knew. I know your mum. I know Spent your sisters. More time with with each other than probably some of our our family. Our members. family, yeah. yeah. Like and and to the point where I know I can describe your room to you. Back in the day, right? I know exactly where you have oh, your bed. Man. I know exactly where you have your computer. I know the the mess that you had in that room. Yep. You had fans galore everywhere. Like that's how much we knew each other. That's how much I can remember of your house. And I'm pretty yeah. sure you guys are still in the same house. Right? As yeah, far as I'm aware, same. you haven't moved. No, we haven't moved. Still, still <clears throat> same house. My yeah. room is different though. Just for everyone wondering, it's clean now. <laughs> the desk is organized. Part of growing up. Yeah. <laughs> The desk is organized. The bed actually is never done, but it, at the end of the day, it's just one cover. So really, today we talked about you and your family. Yeah. And um, I mean, I have some, for lack of a better word, daddy issues that yeah. I can relate to. That's what I was going to say. I'm, uh, I'm really curious because there's a lot I don't know about your dad. Mm. Like, I know your mum really well because I actually spent time with your mum a lot. Like I when I'd be over your house or when she'd come over my house or mm. when my mum and your mum and um, and Dee's mum. Yeah. They, they were all running the church canteen when we were kids. Yeah. That, like, they all used to... Like, we... I got a chance to, to know your mum a little yeah. bit more. Yeah. Your dad was a bit more of a... I do have one story about your dad, actually. Okay, here we go. So... I went to to go see him. I can't remember if it was school or uni at that time or college, maybe. That was a practicing a doctor, right? Yeah, he was. Yeah. He was. GP, yeah. He was. He had Skin that specialist. Yeah, he had the. Um, he was at the, the medical center. No, it was in Wentworthville, I think. Well, oh, yep, yep. So that's yeah. after Rudy Hill, yep. Yeah, uh, I went in there because I needed a certificate. Oh yeah, doctor's yeah, yeah. certificate. <laughs> I think I even got in touch with you that day. I was like, I need a doctor's certificate. Maybe. Can I, I go see your dad? This. I don't remember this story. So it was it was set up. All I had to do was go down there, ask for Doctor Daoud. Yeah. And um and I'll go see him. 
So I walk in, and at the time I had a skin tag on my neck. I do remember this. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> so I walked in for a, for a certificate I, to he, get out of school. Yeah, to get out of school, and then I go like I'm telling him, I'm explaining it to him. He's like, uh huh, uh huh. While I'm talking, he's standing up in the room. He's gone behind me to a drawer, and he's pulling something out. <laughs> I think he's busy. You know, he's he's got stuff to do. I'm just gonna tell him why I'm here. It's a certificate. It's gonna take two seconds. Yeah. I'm explaining it to him, and then all of a sudden, I feel this like cold thing and then a pinch and then he's like he put this on top <laughs> and he just slapped something on my neck i go what i go what what was that he shows me the skin tag like he didn't even tell me he just yanked, yanked it, it cut yeah. it straight off and then stuck a bandage on it he's like just hold hold on to that it was annoying me yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah that that yeah that was a skin specialist back yeah. in the day, so he knows he knows about it he's probably broke some rules there but uh anyway moving on yeah <laughs> Um, but yeah, I am really curious to, to know a few things and, and to, you know, to see how, how different the experience was having a dad. Guys, appreciate you listening. Uh, you've been listening to The Sexy Kebab. Um, you'll probably pick one up again in a week's time. That's correct. See you then.